0: Welcome to Improv for the Podcast. On this week's episode, we have Gavin, who will tell us about his improvisational journey, will play a couple games, and most importantly, tell us how he improved his life. Let's hit it. Welcome to Improv for the Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Lee Evans. Last week, you saw me interview myself. Thankfully, this week, you don't have to, because tonight, we are here with the incredibly talented, hilarious, excellent Ted Lasso cosplayer, Gavin. Gavin, thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing tonight?
1: I'm doing great, Michael. Thank you so much for having me. It's a delight to be here. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Well, uh, for some of you who may have listened to our past few episodes in the camp chat, I actually first interviewed Gavin back in October, but he's here in studio for a full length episode. So if you're, if we got any Gavin fans out there tonight's your night, uh, with that said, uh, Gavin, uh, if you could just explain maybe how long you've been involved at IFTP, all that good stuff.
1: Certainly. I've been with IFTP since March of last year. I, um, had Googled improv near me in person And came to a show and was immediately hooked, signed up for classes the next day, and have even doubled up some months and done two classes a month until this point. All right. That's awesome. So uh, just
0: out of curiosity, what teachers have you been with in classes? Um, What nights had you been taking classes?
1: So uh, I've dabbled in a few. All right. I started on, uh, I think it was Mondays with Jamie. Yeah, that was my first class. And it just was not at all anything I expected and learned so much from Jamie and wanted to experience all of the teachers I could experience. So then after Jamie's class, I went to Matt's class and then Ava's class and I've kind of jumped around from one class to another, mostly to immerse myself more in the community, um, yeah. the beautiful community that is yeah. IFTP.
0: Definitely. Right. Get to know other people, get to learn from other teachers. So you're getting kind of a mix of everything. Mm-hmm. Cause I know, yeah, definitely there's like a different flavor each night you go to class and it, it's always a good flavor, but it's, they're all different,
1: right? It's like, yeah, it's like Baskin Robbins. Yeah. Where it's, it, except I don't have to be picky. That's I can true. pick any class and they're all going to be delightful. In that yeah. Way.
0: Yeah, like honestly, the promise of 31 flavors, the truth is that a lot of those are going to be bad. Yeah, a lot of those suck. It's like maybe like
1: five will be good. Right?
0: That's the problem.
1: Exactly. And every time I would go to like Baskin Robbins as a kid, it was always the same one, chocolate chip cookie dough. Mm, that's a good choice. a cone upside down in a cup.
0: Oh, yeah. Because that way, yeah, you don't have to deal with like the logistical issue of eating from a cone, but you still get to enjoy it. Exactly. Wait, we talking waffle cone?
1: Of course. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Waffle, could, yeah. Or or sugar cone is like the is sugar cone, like the the lighter colored one. That, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Those are just
0: weak. It's like the cardboard one, right? That's like what McDonald's ice cream comes in. Yeah. yeah. Not a fan. Yeah. They're. I mean, they're there. Yeah. I'm glad there. they exist. But a waffle cone, yeah, is definitely superior. Right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well I'm glad uh I'm glad we're starting off on the right foot because uh <laughs> you know, I, I take my uh, ice cream cone opinions very seriously here on the show. Good. As yeah. we should. Yeah, it's been a huge topic of debate amongst all our guests. So <laughs> I'm glad uh we're setting the record straight here with your first guest besides myself in twenty twenty three. So there you go.
1: I'm I'm honored to be all the right. first of the year. We're
0: a pro waffle cone podcast. <laughs> All, All right, course. Kevin.
1: <laughs> we could get an ad spot from Big Waffle.
0: Cone. Oh gosh, if we could. Ego, we're here and we're ready. Why doesn't Ego make waffle cones? Oh, no. How is that not
1: that they certainly should? Yeah. That's like a huge missed opportunity. Yeah. I feel like the person in the boardroom who said that must have been just despised by yeah, everybody else or I something. Don't... Yeah. You know, cuz that's that's a layup.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I just I just realized that because it's I mean, the number one brand I associate with waffles, Eggo.
1: Right? It's almost like Ziploc for Kleenex. Exactly. Oh
0: my gosh. We got to get them on the phone. We got to talk to Eggo.
1: We certainly do.
0: Imagine you go to a local ice cream store and you can get the Stranger Things X, Eggo X, whatever the ice cream store is, collab, (laughs) and it's all there in one dish. The upside down waffle, Eggo waffle, waffle cone, cone experience here at After's Ice Cream.
1: This is brilliant. Maybe we should just like open an ice cream I'm shop.
0: Quit your day job yeah. because you've got a new one.
1: <laughs> oh, man.
0: All right. Well, that's a good good start. Maybe we should cut all that out so we can save it. (laughs) Uh, All right, Gavin. Uh, I want to get into, of course, our tradition here on Improv for the Podcast. we got to play a little three things um, because although I do enjoy Waffle Talk, we've got business to do here tonight. Certainly. So as always on Improv for the Podcast, we play three things, but it's personal edition. Gavin is going to slowly reveal tidbits of personal information about himself. And for those of you at home, you're going to write it down. (laughs) All right. All right, Gavin. So uh, you played three things before? I certainly have. Any questions before we get started? None. Awesome. All right. So our first category, Gavin, is
1: smells. Um, stinky. One. Sweet. Two. And sexy. Three. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, names that begin with G. Gavin.
0: One. Greg. Two. Geronimo. Three. Uh, finally, things to do in San Luis Obispo or slow. Oh,
1: hiking. One. Um, eating all of their food. Two. And going to the beach.
0: Three. These are the three things. things. All right. Well, Gavin. <laughs> there it is. There it is. All right. That first category. I, you know, in my head, when I thought of that, I thought it would be like specific smells, <laughs> but you did like
1: <laughs> smell genres. You're
0: like stinky, sweet, sexy. <laughs> and now I'm just, can you define all of those a little more for me? So can you give me a stinky smell?
1: Definitely. It's like a sulfury sort of smell, specifically underneath Chair 5 on Mammoth Mountain, about halfway down. Good to know. There's a sulfur deposit there somewhere, oh. and I smell it every time I've been there.
0: Okay. Okay. So, hey, if you're going to Mammoth Mountain soon, mm-hmm. watch out, Chair 5. <laughs> Hooey. If. If you have to fart, that's the time to do it. It's a fart zone. <laughs> no, it's a fart zone. Yeah.
1: You know, they have those little flags up where it's like slow oh, zone. You yeah. need a fart zone flag.
0: Ah, true. true. That's important. You're on the chair. You know, right? you, you might need to let loose.
1: You're in the altitude. It messes with your digestive Yeah, all system.
0: that hot chocolate. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. This, mm, we're looking out for the people. Right, exactly. All right. So you give me a stinky smell. Give me a sweet smell, Gavin.
1: Oh, a sweet smell. I personally love the smell of cinnamon. Cinnamon. Oh, excellent you know, choice. A lot of people reserve it for fall. No. I, I think that's kind of fucked up. I'm allowed to swear, right? Absolutely. Okay, thank you Fuck goodness. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch it. <laughs> <laughs> that's not swearing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love cinnamon all times of year. Yes. I put it on everything. Yes. So... Cinnamon is a, is a nice one for me. Okay, I'm with you. I also you there. love a good tropical scent, like especially with a candle.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Some sort Which of like breeze like. situation. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: you're like this candle smells like a breeze. <laughs> <laughs> it got me. And they're usually blue in that. Yeah, yeah blue, blue or green, or
1: yeah, green. Sometimes they're like more of like an uh, or just a, a nice like off white. Ah, yes, of kind of course. mysterious, like the mystery flavored Airhead.
0: No, mm, oh, I remember those. The best yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Is fun. It's fun to take a gamble with those. Exactly, All and right.
1: those smell good too. Yeah,
0: oh, good point. All right, that last one. What's a sexy smell, Kevin?
1: Oh, boy, I've really dug myself yeah, in Yeah, we
0: here. might uh, be careful with this one.
1: <laughs> sexy smell. Yeah. Um. So I can think
0: of a lot of unsexy smells.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's certainly easier to think of a lot of unsexy smells. Um, there's certain perfumes. I was. I don't know the brands of them. I don't wear okay. perfume personally. I also don't wear cologne. I'm not a big cologne guy. Yeah, big musk guy over here. I mean, yeah. I I always I've always wanted to be, but every time sure. I wear cologne, I I feel like someone's following me. You know, because you you get a smell. You're like, who is that? You're like, oh yeah, it's me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um,
0: colognes are made of the ghost of dead men. So
1: <laughs> yeah, that's I'm why never they're so expensive. Yeah. <laughs> that's my life. Oh wait! I hope someone makes me into a cologne, oh, we'll and see. that it's a sexy smelling one and not a stinky the one. The G scent. Brought
0: to you by L'Oreal Paris. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, okay. I'll take L'Oreal. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. That's they're they're reputable. I trust them.
0: All right. All right. Yeah. So maybe some perfumes are like. All right, sexy sense. That's valid. That's valid. I would agree. Perfumes generally, the the right perfume can go a long way. Certainly. And the wrong perfume can go a long way the other way. Exactly. Yeah. All right, all right. We we can leave it at that. We don't have to get too (laughs) specific on that one. All right, moving on to our next category. Names that begin with G. Um, I bet you can't guess why I chose this as a category.
1: (laughs) I mean, I have my suspicions. Mm. All All right. I think it's because my name starts with a G.
0: I thought it started with a J.
1: No, it's yeah g javin <laughs> all right yeah i uh
0: okay, well, full transparency with the audience uh as as you know, I like to typically research my guests, but Gavin is a is a international man of mystery um he does not have much of a digital footprint, and so unfortunately my digging uh was not as successful as it has been in the past
1: names that start with G is very creative though I thought it was relevant to you it <laughs> certainly is, and um yeah i've I don't know why I've just never really been big on like posting things on social media. I I use them like anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and it wasn't necessarily by like intent, but I guess, you know, if I ever want to be a spy, there's a, now I have a good shot at it. You know, a better shot than someone who posts every day.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. I mean, that's a, I think, I think that's a good thing. Right. Yeah.
1: I'm not very sneaky though. Yeah, Well,
0: we can, we can fix that. I,
1: yeah. 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 We can <laughs> it's fix like that. tiptoeing on a treadmill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to train, Gavin. Train. Workouts, you know. Yeah.
0: We're going to get you to the gym. You're just going to tiptoe, you know, heel to toe, heel to toe, heel to toe. We'll get you ready. All right. Um, okay. This is a dumb question, but uh, if you could have another name that began with G, what would it be?
1: Oh my goodness. Uh, I kind of like Geronimo. Geronimo. <laughs> or like, cause people, you know, there's a lot of, I like names with a lot of variations. Okay. Well, you yeah. You can go like Jerry. For short, yeah, with Geronimo. that's true. Jerbear. Um, some people probably just call you Mo. I've still gotten a lot of like variations mm-hmm. of my own name. Gav. Um, Gav is a classic. Yeah. My nickname in high school and kind of persisting through college was Gav Mo. Gavmo.
0: Gavmo, okay. um,
1: because it sounds like Bevmo and Venmo and Venmo. Wow, I mean, I didn't realize yeah, that there's
0: a lot of Mos out there,
1: right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's literally how it started. Someone's like, oh, BevMo kind of sounds like GavMo, and it's stuck. I, oh, yeah. there's a period of time where my parents called me GavMo. My oh, teachers okay. called me GavMo. Oh, nice. And, um, <laughs> yeah, so I feel like it's an old identity. Yeah,
0: yeah. You're, like, dusting it off. You're like, I don't remember this name. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, okay. Well, that's, uh, it's good to have other identities if you're looking to get into spy work later. So uh, Definitely. The, yeah. Um, all right, then last category. Now, why did I bring up San Luis Obispo?
2: I assume
1: you brought it up because that's where I went to college.
0: Exactly. Nice. Some information I could find on the internet <laughs> where Gavin went to school. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, so San Luis Obispo. Uh I've always heard great things about it. I've been there once. Okay. It seemed nice. I, I wasn't I was there for like a couple hours, so I, just, <laughs> I I don't really have much of an opinion, but I've always heard good things.
1: It's it's a really remarkable place. Um I think some of the people who have gone there and A lot of other people in California, similar to you, haven't stayed there for very long. Yeah. And so those of us who went to school there, or people who have lived there, or stayed there for an extended period of time, would kind of call it California's hidden gem. Sandwiched exactly halfway between Los Angeles and San Francisco, just about.
0: I saw that on their uh, official website.
1: Is it really? (laughs) Yes, on the San Luis Obispo website. Right. They have it, like, down to the mile.
0: (laughs) I'm also the person who was on the San Luis Obispo official website today, so that says a lot about me, but...
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway,
0: so the Hidden Gem of California tucked between Los Angeles and San Fran.
1: Yeah, and that's really not yeah. so much the best part about it. I think the greatest part about it is the campus itself is probably about the same size of the town's population outside wow. of the campus. Okay. And also the people who live in the town pretty much all went to school there. Yeah. So it's very much a college town sort of vibe. I mm. mean, I live in Westwood now, right okay. next to UCLA. Yeah, yeah. It's not a college town vibe nah. whatsoever. No. Nah. Like, they, they yeah. kind of try. They have their UCLA stores and everything. Yeah in yeah. Westwood Village, but yeah, yeah Slo's just really it's got a lot of, um, a lot of like green open spaces as mm. well. There's a great wine country, sort Ooh. of like a little mini one star there. I'm not really big into wine, but i nice. It's nice that I had the option. You will be. No, but, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you have the option. Yeah. And then of course, like the hiking is just absolutely breathtaking Ooh. there. Yeah. Um, and I was never a big hiker before going to college and I'm not the biggest hiker now, but when I was in college, I, I, I had shoes and everything.
0: Hey, nice. there you go. There you go. You were ready. Mountain man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Very nice. All right,
0: Gavin. Well, thank you for, uh, tell me a little more about, uh, breaking into those categories and, uh, you're making me want to revisit slow sometime. I, okay. I got to very head up much there.
1: recommend it. It's I, the, mm-hmm. like one of the things I said was like, you can eat the food there. Mm-hmm. Obviously. You well, can, that's good. <laughs> you can do that anywhere. Really? Right. But specifically, I would say go to High Street Deli.
0: Ooh, uh, sandwiches?
1: Let's get them to do it. We'll do an ad for them. Okay. yeah, uh, am delis. Right? Um, oh. Very good sandwiches there. But then also every Thursday night, they have a farmer's market and like the whole main street shuts oh, down man. and it's kind of farm country. So farms are like yeah. very strong yeah. presence there uh, live performers and all sorts of good stuff. It sounds good. So it go on a Thursday. Good. All right. If That's, it's still on Thursdays, it's a great
0: advertisement for the slow tourism board. They're like, they're sitting at home right now.
1: They're like, yes. We're on a podcast. <laughs> We're so glad that guy went here.
0: Just getting numbers this summer, people. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm kind of considering it now because it's not that far. So <laughs> it
1: makes me want to go back to college.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to enroll. I'm going to apply, <laughs> get a second bachelor's degree. There, there you, you go. go. All right. All right, Gavin. Um, So we got to get into it. We got to get into it. We played our three things. It's time to talk about your life. (laughs) Uh, So Gavin. Open it up. Yeah, let's open it up. Be ready. Be ready. Get the waterworks ready to go. Uh, So I'm curious. When was the first time in your life uh, you just heard about improv or were exposed to it? At any point, you could have been an infant. You could have been in the womb. I'm not sure you could have been, it could have been yesterday. I'm not sure when, when was that moment for you when you first learned about improv or
1: what it was? Yeah. So I, I actually remember it. I, I had, of course I had, I had seen improv on whose line is it anyways, but uh, I've double checked yeah. this. I, I haven't watched all of it back then, yeah. like religiously or anything like that. Yeah. But I don't think they say the word improv throughout that whole show. They say made up on the spot. They say yeah. improvise, but they never say improv mm. short. Mm. So the first time I heard about it was in an episode of the office, ah, Michael of Scott course, doing improv course. episode. Um, I was, I've always been a huge fan of that show since Absolutely. I was like in middle yeah. school or so I mean,
0: it's, influential for our generation. I think Yeah,
1: exactly. And I, so I, I knew it existed and I knew there were classes that adults took is what it looked like to me. And then, uh, also then later on in high school, I heard about an improv group mm. at the high school, but I didn't know any of the kids in it. I wasn't super interested in theater or um, I, I had my hands pretty full with, yeah. you know, sports and all sorts of other stuff. So, um, yeah. And then the first improv show that I went to was when I was in college and I think it was a UCB show ah. and I was, yeah, blown away by it.
0: Wait, wait, wait! You went to college up in San Luis Obispo and you came down here for a UCB show? I did.
1: Yeah. What? Yeah. Because I, I have always loved comedy. Ah, and okay. We'll drive as far as, as as it took, pretty far. All right, yeah, to see a comedy show. That's quite show. the drive. Um, and you know, actually, I'm not sure if it was I was on my way down here for something, anyways, okay. or or what the deal was. Um, but yeah, it was a double date uh, at Ooh. the time, and you know, it was. I don't know the actor's name. He plays Andre on the League. Oh, oh my gosh! Uh, Paul Shear. Paul Shear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It. So he was like kind of like the main guy up there doing oh it. Oh my
0: gosh, that's awesome!
1: And they were they based it all around this really interesting game where they would ask a uh, an audience member for their Facebook page because this is when Facebook was kind of big and yeah, you know, yeah. people our age actually used it not just oh, our, absolutely, our it was. And and
0: Facebook was the place to be, right? Yeah,
1: and uh, they would go through their Facebook page and then ask him questions and then do a bunch of scenes based off their life. And I was just, I
0: think. I think yeah. I saw a variation of that show at no, some either. point. Paul year wasn't in it. But yeah, I think Black I remember guy. it was either that one or they did an internet search history one. Oh, is That one is called Search History. I think they still have it. But okay, so that sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. So that so you go, you see this incredible Facebook show. What were your impressions?
1: I, I couldn't, it was hard to, at first I was just blown away. You know, yeah. just taken aback of just like, I know they're doing it on yeah. the spot because they're literally interviewing somebody in the audience. And I had seen comedians do crowd work before. Mm-hmm. And I know that that's very much thinking on your feet, but even so like comedians can ask the crowd, the same questions and the other yep. go-to questions and can kind of build from there. Um, but nonetheless, I remember watching it just roaring with laughter Yeah, yeah I believe um, and thinking, this is, this this is something that I'm not, I haven't pursued before mm. in the past, you know, stand-up has really been something that really caught my eye in here. Yeah, it interested you. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I was, yeah, I was certainly interested in going to see more. You know, it was, it was kind of like dipping the toe. But then I just went back up to school, mm. on with my life. And yeah. Yeah, then it was years until I finally joined IFTP. And I've been <sighs> planning to take an improv class for a long time. Yeah. Ever since I moved to Los Angeles, I'm like, I, I want to do an improv class. I want to. Yeah. Yeah, um, you know, But I had to kind of find my footing here a little bit first. Yeah, the
0: timing that had took to line up. a few years. Oh, yeah. it's It can be tough to find footing here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I mean, that's a great, like, first show to see, too. I mean, Paul Shear, you know, that's someone who's like a veteran improviser. You know, has done a ton of work. And I would imagine the rest of the cast, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So that's a great, a great way to start. Yeah. Just pop down for UCB. I mean, you know, they, they put on some strong stuff, so
1: they really have and yeah. I've, I've like also been exploring you know seeing I've been to a couple groundling shows yeah, but that's right. been after I've joined IFTP yeah, and yeah. just I didn't realize how much improv there is in Los Angeles oh my gosh
0: there's so much yeah, yeah
1: there's a ton of it and I just I feel very very spoiled
0: yeah yeah, yeah. No, we're in like, I mean, besides, there's like three cities, like four cities I think of. It's basically New York, Chicago, L.A., Toronto. Those are the four places you want to go for improv, at least on this part of the world. And yeah. then uh, if you're in one of those places, you're in a good spot to do, to learn, to study, and to watch improv.
1: Yeah. Oh, you know? definitely. And that being said, though, it is growing. I went on yeah. a business trip to Denver.
0: Ooh. Yeah. This okay.
1: was over summer. And uh, I was looking for something fun for my my team to do on yeah. my, like, my sales team. And I was like, yeah. hey, there's looks like there's an improv show. And then I okay. read the details and yeah. said it was an improv jam. Hey. And none of my coworkers came. But I went and did an improv jam in Denver. Did you was, jump up there? Yeah.
0: Oh, that's awesome. And and was, I love that attitude.
1: Now anywhere I go, I'm going to be looking like, is there an improv jam you yeah. can do and be a part of? Because it's... It's fun, some of the characters that I work on here and I've refined here, yeah. I get to go show elsewhere and it's the first time somebody else has seen them. So it's, um, yeah, I, I'm glad that improv is spreading its wings yeah. and growing all over the country.
0: Especially like getting to go to, I mean, just being in a different state, different city and just be like, yeah, I'm just going to show up and do some improv. That's awesome. Like yeah. that has got to be fun too, just somewhere else, all new faces, and, mm-hmm. but it's still the same thing that you're all doing, you know, getting yeah. up there and improvising.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. I I can't remember who it was that I was talking with. I think it was, uh, it may have been uh, Alan, who we had just seen a little bit ago, about doing jokes in front of people you know versus people you don't, Mm. where I think it comes down sort of like to personality or really just mindset, Mm. where I feel a lot less nervous in front of people I don't know. Mm. You know, like, I don't know... These less pressure. People. Yeah, it's, I don't know these people. Like, I, yeah, I, I don't care what you think. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna cross the line as much as I possibly can because yeah. you don't know where I live.
0: Uh, well,
1: yeah. Gavin,
0: I actually... Your digital footprint... No. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> oh, I know. That's not on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's well, not.
0: I tried. Uh, don't worry about it. Uh, yeah, I think I agree. There's less of a pressure because strangers... What are they going to do? They don't know you.
1: Right? Yeah, yeah there's that. And then there's also, um, you know, I, I guess... Most people tend to care a little bit more about the people who they know or their opinions, yeah. More yeah. rather, um, but nonetheless, seeing your friends in the audience and seeing your friends laugh in the audience is just oh,
0: sweet. That's sweet.
1: that's peak experience. It's sweeter
0: than all thirty-one flavors. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> <It's
2: out. laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Oh man, I agree. Yeah. There's something about it. Like I got my friends to laugh and they mean it. It's not like out of pity, like, (laughs) yeah, you did great. (laughs) Like if you really earn it, you know, that legitimate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's a special thing. It's your friends, you know, those people you care about.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: All right. So I want to, I want to rewind a little bit because I mean, you saw this, this very influential Paul Shear led comedy show at UCB. Um, so it sounds like at least from a, from a young age, you had already always been interested or enjoyed comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what were maybe growing up, I mean, I know you mentioned the office, which of course, what were some of your like, uh, comedic influences growing up Whether stand standups, TV shows, movies, podcasts? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Great question. So since I was very little, I'm the youngest of three. Oh, uh, okay. Yes. Yeah, so and in older siblings. I've generally been able to make my siblings, my parents laugh. Oh yeah. And like we were just talking about making somebody else laugh is just like peak experience. It's yeah, the best. Um, that being said, I was raised on a lot of different movies, mm-hmm. um, a lot of Tim Allen movies.
2: Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> Home
0: Improvement. I, yeah, I
1: thought he was entering the room. I was no like, oh, way? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was too. So. Yeah. yeah. If you remember an old movie called Galaxy Quest. Yes, I do. I yeah. watched that movie every single day for oh like a, a year. It was. Yeah. My Oh, Ever what a movie. movie. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. Alan Rickman in that movie. gets me. Right.
1: Yeah. Uh, fun fact, Rain Wilson is an extra in that movie. Huh. He plays one of the aliens. I don't
0: know that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to find a screenshot of that.
1: Yeah. Man. Um. But yeah, Tim Allen movies or, um, you know, is any movie that really had like just funny facial expressions and voices. I like Mr. Bean.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. A lot when I was a yeah, kid. Yeah.
1: Um, and, you know, Mike Myers movies and mm-hmm. you name it, like any movie I was watching it as a kid and then I would be taking those lines and characters mm. and using them in real life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Case in point, I remember the first time I kind of realized that like, oh, I'm, I, I can make a whole room of people laugh. Mm. I was in fourth grade. In Mrs. Vandy Mortel's class, shout out, Miss Vandy Mortel. Shout out, yeah, she's it's a, quite the name. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, um, and uh, I remember she was pulling down. Remember, they had a map at the front of the oh, room. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Right? Th-
0: Classrooms don't have that anymore.
1: I don't think they do. Like, yeah. The classroom I used to teach in did not have a map Same, at all. Same. No maps in our school. Yeah. Like, we used to have no idea where
0: we are the Kids days. don't know what maps are. Right. Well, they have Google Maps, that's why. Yeah, yeah. I guess they don't really need it's Kind it. of society's fault. That's a different <laughs> uh, problem for another time, though. Yeah, so exactly. Mr. Uh, Miss Mandy Moore-Vantel.
1: <laughs> Almost. Well, yeah. Mrs. Vandy Mortel Vandy went Vartel. to pull down uh, the map and the mm. whole thing just, like, kind of, like, collapsed. Maybe that's why they don't have them anymore. Yeah, yeah. And I just said, it wasn't me, like, for the whole, like, because everybody was kind of, like, shocked. And I yeah, yelled yeah. out, it wasn't me. Oh, yeah. Which is um, one of, like, the repeated lines in a Harlan Williams movie, Rocket oh. Man. Old movie. I don't know. But, yeah. um I yelled it out and it got the whole class laughing, got the teacher laughing. And I was just like, Oh, I like being, yeah. You're like, Oh, here we go. (laughs) Yeah. You unlock something that day. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, comedy has been a big influence on my life ever. Like since I remember it was very shortly after my 18th birthday that I was like, I can go to the comedy store now or not the comedy store, but the improv in Irvine.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Improv there. Yeah. And Farrell did a lot of stuff there he in did. his early days. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he sure did. Yeah. Um, and I remember, yeah, the first show I went to, I saw, um, Eric Griffin who plays Montez in workaholics. Mm, okay. Yeah. And I was a big fan of workaholics. Oh, at the time. so seeing that you were like, so, <laughs> like third row, seeing one of my idols up there. And then since then it was just like going to the comedy store yeah. over and over again until yeah. I went to college and there just weren't a lot of comedy clubs in yeah. San Luis Obispo. Yeah. It's
0: just a different vibe up there. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
1: It's a lot slower.
0: Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Because I think for me, like you, like you're saying, yeah. Like I, I joined IFTP in March, and like for me, like uh, when we've talked and like having worked with you in some classes and whatnot, like. I feel like you've been at this a lot longer, you know, like it just seems like you come with like the experience and the charisma and Thank just you. like the, the passion and commitment you bring to your work. I just am always, it always shines for me. I'm like, ah, dang, Gavin's coming through. Nice. Uh, yeah. Thanks,
1: Michael. That so, is so kind of you to say, um, a lot of people have, have kind of said that they're like, Oh yeah, you can just start, which is, um, I try not to let me make, let it make me feel like magnanimous or anything yeah, like yeah. that. Cause I still have so much to learn. Um, so much to work on as well. Um, but I'm in sales now and sales yeah. is a lot of transferable skills from improv. Mm. Um, yeah. A lot of crossover. Yeah. A lot of the, the tougher skills as well too. Like a, a, a really big one that I'd, I'd worked on in sales for a long time is being comfortable with silence.
2: Mm.
1: You know, when you like challenge a customer or something like that and they're sitting yeah. there kind of thinking, it's really easy to fill the void with words. Mm. And the same thing goes for an improv scene where it's like, yeah. not like something needs to be said. At all times, sometimes that pause, that wait is really necessary. Um, and then also listening as well. Mm. I think that's the biggest component of improv because it's, it's fascinating. I heard um, Russell Brand say, uh, say this oh, quote yeah. once of when you're thinking two things are happening simultaneously. Like just when you're thinking inside your head, you're speaking, but you're also listening. It's like, there's two people in there. Uh. performing one <laughs> job, <laughs> Right.
0: Yeah. I it, was just trying to think about the two things that were happening as you were telling me that. And yes. now I'm like, Oh, <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh. Right. It's uh, it's, it's fascinating. So if you're thinking in a scene, you're trying to think up what's the next line that I'm going to say, what sort of zinger can I land to get a laugh? Mm you're not listening to your scene partner and that's where the really funny stuff happens is between the two people up there. Yeah. You know, stand up is obviously different. You do a lot of the thinking beforehand, then you bring it up onto stage. Um, but it's, yeah, as far as the, like those listening skills go there, I think those are like maybe paramount most important thing for an improviser is Mm. to be a good listener.
0: Yeah. And I think I would imagine for sales too, like you're quickly building relationships, right? you're, I don't know if you're cold calling or, um, what exactly you do like in those sales, but like, I, I'm, I don't think you're going door to door, but you know, like, hello, yeah, yeah no, I've got a vacuum cleaner for you. Yeah, no. uh, but you know, you're, you're probably introducing yourself to people, getting to know them in very quick interactions and moments. So you, so you want to make them feel comfortable. You know, you want to be an approachable person and like, you know, humor can be helpful in those situations, just being able to be quick. And like you said, comfortable with silence because I think if you're not uncomfortable with silence, that's things can get weird. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, eh, so anyway, <laughs> yeah, and
2: then, exactly. And people yeah.
1: like pick up on that right away. If you're a, like kind of exuding discomfort.
0: Yeah. They'll feel it too.
1: They'll feel it too. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, like kind of like you were saying, as far as like sales goes and you know, it's not to tangent into a, a whole other topic here. Um, but improv skills are just so transferable uh, especially like in, in a sort of sales arena, um, more or less it's picking up on something your customer said mm-hmm. that in my mind, I have a solution for them in ah. the back of my mind. Yeah. And when they say a certain word or something like that, I'm like, okay, I'm going to kind of try and work this solution in organically. Yeah. Um. And improv is kind of the same thing where it's, yeah. whether it's a point of view that we have tucked in the back of our mind oh. or, um, uh, it's, it's funny. I'm not sure if you remember this. One of my favorite moments from camp, mm. um, it was in the class that you were teaching. Yeah. And I was doing um, kind of like a Boston sort of accent. Okay. Like I was lying in, uh, no, that's my Australian one, but uh, <laughs> um, I was laying into the Boston, <laughs> ooh, excuse me. I was laying in the Boston accent pretty thick. Mm. And I said like, Tommy, no one ever saw him again. In the back of my mind mm. i knew sore like putting an like r on the end of it British, is something yeah. that everybody like from california is just like what yeah 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 none of us talk like that sort of thing um and i knew that in the back of my mind throughout the whole scene i was just like oh i'm gonna say it i'm gonna say it at yeah, some point yeah and it got a big laugh so uh, yeah.
0: yeah oh man that's cool that's cool i don't remember that. <laughs>
1: I can't remember anything, Gavin. <laughs> that's
2: okay. It's all podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's part that's of improv. It's very, yeah, ephemeral. That's true. you know, yeah. it doesn't, yeah,
1: it, it, it's, that's fleeting. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's gone immediately. And I think it's, it mimics life that way. Yeah. You know, life mm. is sort of flea, fleeting in a, in a sense. You know, if you hold on to too many things, your hands get full.
2: Yeah.
0: That's, whoa, I like that. But what about, what about when you carry in all the groceries at once?
1: You know that is actually a very <laughs> That's good. That's my counterpoint. <laughs> That's a very good counterpoint. You've stumped yeah. me there because yeah. I love doing that. Mm. Only taking one trip from the car. Meanwhile, I've got uh, like three bags yeah. on each hand. Yeah. I'm or- opening doors with my feet. Mm-hmm. You, you know, get real creative. In hitting the elevator button with like my hip, mm. and you know, it's just there's something about it. I don't know why it makes me feel so manly. That it's. Right? Yeah. You know, it's just like, man, I carried all the groceries it's,
0: in. It's like one of the most efficient things you can accomplish.
1: Exactly. So that being said.
0: Yeah. You
1: it's can only carry them for so long. <laughs> and then you have to put them down.
0: That's true. That's true. I think it's uh, going to the grocery store, buying your groceries, and then carrying them all in at once fulfills like the ultimate hunter-gatherer fantasy. Because you're playing both roles. And you're like, I brought everything. <laughs> like, especially if you're by yourself and you do it. That's. I mean, you've, you've provision across the board. You're like, look at this. I've
1: provided.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and like, we don't even have to go back. It's all here right now.
1: I feel like that's, there's a, we're discovering all sorts of businesses today. Yeah. Yeah. There's a market for that, like an app or something like that. Like they yeah. have all these like task like hunter gatherer. Yeah. Just gatherer. something. That's true. Along those lines, people dressed as cave people, getting yeah. your groceries for oh, you, yeah. carrying them in on a big stick.
0: If Instacart had more theme to it. Yeah. That's what it's missing. I think people would really, really jump on that.
1: Yeah. We need to meld entertainment with task grabbing.
0: Yep. Yep. There are a lot of actors out there just saying Exactly. (laughs) a lot of actors. They want to work on their characters. Oh, if I got a character, you know, that Geico caveman. Well, (laughs) you're in luck. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. More businesses need actors. I think that's what we're learning. That's not true. Uh, (laughs) All right. All right. (laughs) I'm getting back on track. Um, cause I, I, love how you naturally mentioned like some, less, like improv skills and transferable to your work. Um, and you know, how that's a very real thing, but I want to get back to kind of how you got started with improv. Cause you had seen that improv show and like improv was something you had wanted to try out for a long time. So you were in college in San Luis Obispo. Um, at some point, when, when did you move to LA, like post-college, all that?
1: So I was in college for four years, did one year of a teaching credential program, Ah, uh, okay. moved to Los Angeles to teach middle school science. Got
0: it. Got it. Oh I, yeah. Yeah. I taught yeah. for
1: two years and you taught before. Yes, it's I did. Especially yeah. your first year teaching. Uh-huh. It monopolizes your time. Absolutely. Yeah. It's you're teaching all day, you're planning lessons all yes. night. And then to start working in like the basic tenets of life, like I don't know, maybe exercise or a social life. Mm-hmm. It's like, those are all coming secondary to work. Oh yeah. 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 Um, and then even into my second year, like it gets easier because you have all these lessons from the previous year, but yeah. half of them are garbage.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So you're like, what? It, I was so dumb my first year. Now I got to redo this. Oh, yeah. Which, you have to fix it.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like my first year teaching, I, uh, I was a science teacher, so we did an egg ta- like egg oh, drop. Oh,
0: egg drop. That's, that's the best lab. It's classic lab. Best lab of all time.
1: Yeah. Except, um. I did egg catching devices because we didn't have a second story. Ah. So we had to build something that you could drop an egg into and the egg wouldn't break.
0: Mm-hmm. That's and an interesting spin.
1: At the first lesson or the first like time teaching it to the eighth graders, they turn it into a let's throw eggs at each other competition. Nice. So <laughs> Also fun. Yeah. yeah. I had to scrap that idea or yeah. just completely rework it for the second year. But nonetheless, yes. I digress. Yeah. Um, so, in Los Angeles, though, I, I knew that in college, I was in a fraternity. That's like my social was built in there. In yeah. high school, I was in sports. Social was really built yeah, in. Yeah, you're given those structures. Exactly. And now in adult life, I'm like, okay, I have to do this for myself.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And there's so many different things that people can get involved in. It's, it's really actually kind of infinite. And I didn't yeah. realize that until I joined IFTP because mm. I had finally found my thing. Yeah. You know, I was right after college was kind of continuing with like, going to bars a lot and spending a lot of time, uh, you know, like kind of drinking and partying with people. But
0: that's college. Yeah, (laughs) exactly.
1: It's like, that's what I was used to. That's how I met people. But then you don't really, you realize that kind of like a lot of the connections you're making while you're doing that aren't super authentic because, you know, they don't
0: last outside that night.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So I knew that I wanted to try improv, um, and sort of leading up to it. So taught for two years. And then for about a year, I started this new sales job Mm. And uh, I was dating somebody at the time. So that was kind of like my social was sort of baked in that way. Yeah. Also go, went to a lot of concerts and everything like that. And yeah. then the pandemic hit. Mm. And with the pandemic, um, after looking into improv classes, I was like, they have these online improv classes, but I don't know, just conceptualizing that d- didn't really click with me. Yeah. And then it's,
0: I, it's not good. Yeah.
1: I could imagine. It's just like how fresh, Cause I was in, of course we were all in meetings on zoom throughout the pandemic. And the number of times that I was muted and didn't know if I was doing some really silly sort of voice or character or something like trying to get people to laugh. And then I'm just looking at a blank screen. Everyone's like, you're muted.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I wouldn't. I didn't think that was a good environment to sort of start off in. Yeah.
0: And it's dead silent too. you you're not hearing any feedback. It's just you.
1: Exactly. <laughs> the webcam. Right. And I did like, I did some zoom, like I went on some zoom dates over the pandemic. Wow. Yeah. Oh,
0: I have questions. <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah. yeah. I have answers there. Uh, I, and I say like, they're good for, you know, making sure the other person isn't a serial killer. Yeah, obviously. that's true. That's
0: true. It's a good screening process, but the yeah.
1: feeling like, and it's, it's kind of there after a zoom meeting at work, But Mm. that feeling right when the zoom ends and you just sit there and you just hear silence, Mm. you're just kind of like, well, like what am I going to do now? uh, Okay. You know, like I hit that just yesterday morning. So, (laughs) and so I figured like to try improv for the first time and afterwards be like, well, I'm still here in my room. Yeah. Just didn't sound like my cup of tea. Yeah. Um, so I actually, I saw a friend's, um, improv show Mm. and, I'm not sure what sort of group he was a part of. Uh, it was I don't know maybe like eight people total that were all part of their own group. They, like they weren't part of a school, like or an a indie class. team, yeah, like indie team, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so I was chatting with him about it, and I was just like, "Dude, like, how did you find this?" I've been looking for something to do, and he just said, "Like, find something in person to start out with." So I googled in person improv classes. I live five minutes from here. And I was like, this is just meant to be. It was made in heaven on the West side. Yeah. Yeah. And then even so, like I wasn't ready to fully like jump into classes yet. Mm. So I came to a show and it was more like, I mean, I couldn't, I, you were in the show and Mm. it was like all the, the IFTP faculty. Okay.
0: Yeah. And March, yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't Yeah, I don't remember the show. <laughs> you know,
2: it's it's, all, the, podcast, it's
0: okay. all a wash, Gavin. <laughs>
1: um, and I just, I remember it wasn't so much the, the show itself or the jokes that were said. It was very funny. It was the energy. Yeah. You could yeah. feel it from. It was always good energy. Exactly. You could feel it from the people in the audience walking up. And then my two roommates who kind of went with me, they were like, you should do this. This mm. is like, we can see you doing this, please, for your sake and ours. Yeah. Get yeah. in there and give it a try.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I think you're just one of those people who like should have always been in here, you know. <laughs> and like, I'm glad you're here now. Oh, you know? thank you. Because I think you just you got a knack. Thanks. So.
1: It's it does feel like uh, an itch that I'm finally scratching. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've performed not in like theater for most of my life. I was in chorus all throughout high school. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. Me too.
1: And oh yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Um, and really enjoyed that had like great teachers, uh, for that. And, you know, being a teacher yourself, you're kind of like being on stage and it's not like I need to be the center of attention or anything along those lines, but there's something about the, um, sort of the combination of like the anticipation Mm. of like doing something and it it forces you to be in the moment when you're presenting in front of people. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so easy to not be present in the moment. So the more I can build my environment around being present, I want to fill my time with that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So you started, you're coming up on an IFTP anniversary then pretty soon.
1: Very close.
0: Pretty soon. Oh my goodness. Well, that's exciting. So you started back in March in Jamie's class. And uh, how was that first, let's say, month or two months here at IFTP for you?
1: It was not what i expected at first i expected to come in thinking like i'm going to be really good at this uh, i i'm going to really excel here i've been on stage before my friends think i'm super funny and i remember the first class i barely made anybody laugh oh. and i was just like oh man like yeah and, you know, it, other, it was more of a, a beginner's sort of uh, yeah, class. and It was really a lot like the building
0: blocks of scenes and things like
1: that. Exactly. Also, we all had masks on, which is like...
0: Oh, yeah, back when we were still, yeah.
1: Yeah, and it, it made it uh, difficult to read people's facial expressions or understand each other at times. Mm. But mm-hmm. nonetheless, like, that first class, I remember coming away from it, where it's like, well, I signed up for the whole month, and I'm going to go to every class, but maybe this this isn't the right thing for me. And then the second class, I had people roaring in laughter and then the the third class it dialed back a little bit so I was like oh it's different every time yeah you know and as I've been taking more and more classes like I've been trending upwards with not necessarily the the grade of my performance but how much I enjoy it sometimes I come to improv class and I'm just I'm in a mood or I'm in my own head because stuff's going on in my life oh yeah and improv can be great for getting me out of my head Um, but nonetheless, it's like, it's different every single time. Mm. It's not like you're coming here and seeing the same 31 flavors.
0: Mm. Good (laughs) callback. That is very true. And I think, yeah, like so much can influence how that class goes each night. So much that's going on outside, like of, of these walls, right. You come in and it's like, you have some going on in your personal life, something at work, like who knows, Yeah, you know, and that can kind of, that can seep in a little bit to your work. I know for me, that's something I, I try not to let happen, but you know we're human, so exactly. it's going to happen. You know, yeah, things bleed into other things.
1: It, no, that's that's exactly true, and um, you know, not even just like for yourself. It could, I don't know. I'm kind of big into like energy and like the things mm-hmm. that people sort of give off, yeah. and it's when you're kind of down or you're in your head or you're frustrated about something you can kind of give that off to the people, especially when you've been doing class with the same people for a while yeah. and you're building this sort of network, you know, yeah. it's not just you up there that's doing this for yourself. It's like you're a node and network mm. of all the people that are in the class. Mm, yeah. And, um, you know, as I've been building relationships with these people, it's, not that I've picked up on something like, oh, they're in a bad mood or they're not they're not bringing something. I've never once necessarily felt that, but I have felt at times that I've been in a bad mood and other people are trying to lift me up mm. when I'm in a class. And that's yeah. just, those are some of the best days ever yeah. where it's like, I came here so frustrated and upset or worried um, or stressed and I'm leaving with a huge grin on my face. Mm. It's perfect medicine.
0: Mm. It is. It really is. I 100% agree. And I think... Like you said, sometimes you're the one lifting other people up and sometimes you're getting lifted up Mm -hmm. and you never know. And that's kind of the fun of it each week.
1: Yeah. And most people, they don't even know that they're lifting me up while they're doing it. They're just being themselves. Yeah.
0: They're just getting up there and trying to do that scene, do that game, whatever it is.
1: Yeah, exactly. And you know, if I could just, I'll hammer it home with this, with this one point here, I think the reason for that is a lot of the reasons are at least for the stress in my own life or mm. the worry in my own life is because I'm being hyper judgmental of myself. Yeah. Maybe I am I had a bad day at work or, um, you know, I, I am struggling like, romantically or something along those lines. And I'm being really hard and down on myself. The community here at ITP is the least judgmental community of people. Like, I, I don't know what the opposite of judgmental is, mm. but that is that's the yeah, people accepting here. It, accepting yeah. exactly Vying, welcoming yeah. all of those it's um you know and it's not that we're to say like okay that scene wasn't great let's take it back and do it a different way sort of thing it's mm. you know we're still like kind of analyzing the art form but yeah. in no way do i feel like oh i did something wrong mm. i did something bad mm. it's always just met with people who are here to enjoy life that's I'll pay whatever amount of money and drive as far as it possibly takes to spend two and a half hours a week doing that.
0: That's good to know, Matt. I uh, hope you're listening to that now, <laughs> but I get what you mean. Yeah. It's something, yeah. You're like, you realize the value. Yeah. And you're like, wow, this is something I'm glad I'm here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So since you started improv to now, you know, about, uh, about nine months, let's say, what are, what do you think are maybe giving two to three lessons that you think you've learned about improv or in classes so far?
1: Hmm. Two to three lessons about improv. Yeah. Uh, so you kind of mean like, um, like sort of tricks of the trade, like things that I'm doing. Uh,
0: that, in- yeah. That you've learned as an improviser.
1: Okay. Terrific. Um, so the big one is relationship drive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, like I kind of said earlier, you're not up there by yourself. Yeah. At least for most scenes, you're yeah. up there by yourself. Yeah. Um, and from performing in shows to performing in class, the camaraderie that's built from this art form is unlike any other that I've experienced before, you know, compare that to like singing on stage with a bunch of other um, like chorus performers, mm, not mm. the same camaraderie. Yeah. It's even like it, it's, I would say it's equally as potent, but in a different sort of um, uh, realm of like the camaraderie that I built with like my fraternity brothers when mm. I was in college you know, I I was, I still am very close with those guys, but I'm also incredibly close with the people here, and that's because I like the more you drive scenes by the relationships within the scene, mm. the more you learn about another person, the more it's, um, it's kind of like this delicate sort of like dance that you see up on stage, rather than you know someone just being funny and making you laugh. Mm. Usually they are making you laugh because what we do is very funny. Yeah, hundred um, percent. But, yeah, so number one is just, like, drive things through uh, through relationship. And it's a good way to kind of live life as well. It's a, I don't know, we're relational human beings for the most part, even if you're introverted versus extroverted or anything like that. Like, our relationships are, um, at least for me, they're, they're what make life worth living. So that's one, make things relationship-driven. Um, and secondly, the one that I'm working on a lot right now is point of view. Mm your Character should have a point of view, it's not like just be the guy up there with the silly voice who says the silly things. It's what does this character want, yeah, out of this scene,
2: yeah. Um,
1: and yeah. actually, it, it's getting juicy, yeah, it makes it uh a lot more authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where it's like I love doing voices, yeah, and yeah, me uh, too, it's, like, it's so much <laughs> it's fun, fun. Right? Yeah. especially in the drive through. Oh, when you yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, what are you saying? Yeah. <laughs> um, but nonetheless, it's, uh, yeah, to have a point of view behind it, it makes it so you're not just thinking of um, what to say. It's just reacting to what the person is is doing up there. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it makes it just look like a little, like, microcosm of life. Yeah.
2: Instead yeah. of uh, a scene, as it were.
0: Mm. Yeah, people buy into it so much more quickly. Exactly. So they're like, oh, shoot, what's this guy's deal? <laughs> yeah. They want to find out. hmm Okay. Okay. Those are some good lessons. All right. Uh, so let's say you're doing a show mm-hmm. improv show. Maybe it's a course show. I don't know. You have got, some, some
1: coming up next month.
0: There you go. Wow. You're part of a course right now. Uh, or an improv show,
1: an improv show. Ah,
0: improv show. Okay. Yeah. Well, awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, when is that improv show?
1: It is February 18th, ah, Saturday,
0: Saturday, February 18th. All right. All right. Whoa. whoa. We'll talk about them more as we get closer to it. That's like a month away. <laughs> really? All right. Um, do you have any pre-show rituals that you like to do? Any little traditions, yeah. rituals? Oh, yeah. Do you I feel comfortable couple. sharing them? Definitely. <laughs> okay. A thousand
1: percent. Because I, I don't just do them before shows. I've okay. done them before job interviews.
0: Ah. And which, that's a show. Yeah. Job interviews are a show.
1: I've landed just about every job interview I've had. Only one that I didn't, and it's I'm blaming it because my fly was down the entire interview. So uh,
0: it's a presidential election. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you live and you learn. Yeah, um, but nonetheless, uh, yeah. So I had heard um, from a friend of mine in college that taking a um, like like power poses. Oh, like sort of yeah. like a dominance or a stature, whether it's like, yeah. well, we're sitting right now, but like, so sitting yeah. up straight, but I take it to the next level before a show. Mm. I get in front of the mirror and I flex. Sure. You know, maybe do yeah. a couple roars. Yeah. You know, just let it out. Um, also was a big fan of the show entourage when it was out. Okay. And so like Johnny Draw was. Oh God. okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: do that before the show a few times. Yeah. yeah. yeah you know, just to try and like get into the persona, maybe some hopping yeah. around on the feet a little bit. I like that. Get the heart. Yeah. Heart beat up. Shh. My first show, I did have a, uh, I did take one shot.
0: Before Whoa, the show. I know it's a dangerous road you're going down, young man. I
1: know. I was very nervous before I, that show, and I was just like, okay, I need I to just calm the nerves a little bit. And um, I've done that a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, and to be honest, it didn't necessarily mellow me out. No, nah. it hyped me up. Yeah, you know, it kind of got me into like, like, all right, let's do this. Yeah.
0: I think one shot does that. You know, this, yeah, exactly. it's not gonna yeah
1: you know it's it's medicinal yeah it's an upper
0: yeah, yeah. So, well the first one is an upper
1: right <laughs> exactly I'm not pounding them, you know backstage in the green room yeah and then also just I have to say being in the green room itself mm, mm-hmm. is That's a space. whole vibe yeah you know it's just like I was like oh, I've never really been in one of these before I mean essentially it's just a room it's like yeah, a living is, room yeah. with a kitchen and a bathroom the one
0: we have here is pretty nice oh, though That's great yeah, yeah so it's you got good it. seats nice bathroom there's a shower up there, there is. my goal one day is to use it um,
1: <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Your goal just is to use the shower? Yeah.
0: I okay. I want to I want to just any shower. Still waiting to do that. No. Um okay. big
1: bath just guy
0: over here. That one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, big bath guy, you know. I just love going to the well, getting some water, boiling it and then dumping it on myself. Uh No, I just I don't know. I think it's silly that there's a shower up there. So oh, it's kind of one day. I don't know. It's I don't know when I'll have a chance, but
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um now I kind of want to use it too. Yeah, just... I'm wondering it, what the water pressure is Because like. it's an odd
0: place for there to be a shower, you know? Really I mean, I get it. I guess that could be useful in a pinch. Who knows? I guess. But I like the idea of like, all right, guys, I got to get ready for a show. I'm going to hop in the shower real quick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> someone hand me a towel when I'm done. Like,
1: Yeah, it, you know, it's, it's just strange. Yeah. It encourages that the show must go on. Yes, no matter what. I think that there are some situations in life that are an immediate go home moment. Yeah. Like you shit your pants. That's a go home. Moment. Oh, not here. We not got a here. shower.
0: Got a shower. You, you shower out those pants, Thomas <laughs> yeah, exactly. and you get back out there.
1: <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. you know, it's, um, it, it, it's as far as other, um, things that I do to kind of like get ready and prepare for the show. Yeah. Um, I do like to leading up to it days beforehand, watching my favorite sitcoms. Ooh, yeah, yeah, Just you get know,
0: some comedic inspiration.
1: Exactly. Picking up yeah. on the little things that make me laugh. Not to repeat them into the show, but, um, you know, we all pull our comedy from yeah, somewhere. influences,
0: yeah. yeah. And that inspires you based off of those things.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, you know, some of the shows out there just have, like, some of the best... Co- Parks and Recreation has oh, some of yeah. the best characters. Big fan, big fan. Yeah. yeah. Um, Arrested and, Development. And as
0: Andy well. Dwyer, Tom Haverford, you know, all yeah. those guys. Yeah. John Ralphio.
1: Oh, John uh, Ralphio. Yeah. That's the interesting thing I would say about Parks and Recreation. Yeah. It has some of the best side characters out of any show. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Jam. Oh, yeah. Just got <laughs> jammed. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Jeremy yeah. Jam. jam. Yeah.
1: Um, so, yeah, uh, I'll, I'll watch uh, those shows. And I think that we do there is a big need for more televised improv. Um, yeah. Middle ditch and shorts is yeah. Phenomenal, oh, amazing. Yeah. Whose line is oh, great yeah, of course. although it is i would i don't want to say antiquated but it's a bit just like dated.
0: Yeah, we i think it's it's okay to want fresh formats for things. Exactly. I mean, it's a show starting in the 90s, right? Like we can mix it up. You know, we can innovate.
1: Yeah, yeah. we have new uh, t- we have new topics to yeah. bring in that, yeah. that weren't there like cell yeah. phones they don't talk about cell phones once and yeah. And it's know? like,
0: yeah, we need to get that. Like we, we had you, those are a huge
1: part of life. Exactly. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. I, uh, if you ever get the chance, uh, Ben Schwartz, he does, he has a live touring show called Schwartz and friends. Okay. Um, he performs in LA pretty often with that show at the, uh, at the Largo. If you know that venue, I don't. um, I, where is it? It's in Hollywood somewhere. Is it big? Uh, decent size, decent size, but like,
1: with a name like Largo, you'd expect it to be like large.
0: Yeah, it's uh, a couple hundred seats probably. Oh, okay. But uh it's a cool venue. Um you got to see it his show. It's so good. He is okay. an incredible live performer. I've seen I've gotten to see him a couple times and uh, I just I yeah. have
1: a question for you. If oh. you could pick one celebrity oh. to do improv like scenes with.
2: I <sighs> mean let you pick two.
0: Okay. Ben Sh- I might say Ben Schwartz. Let me like your mark him real quick and let me think let me okay. think
2: because
0: he's definitely up there uh okay no I'm gonna say if I can pick two I'm gonna say Ben Schwartz okay and then just he's so so good uh, okay so we'll keep him there uh this is a tough question Gavin um can't put me on the spot like this. It's very rude. Well, oh, I uh, I'm going to flip the question on you though. Okay. <laughs> in like Please th- do. in 20 minutes when I think of my second person. <laughs> um, that's really tough.
1: Well, let's see, there's so many to pick from. There's yeah. so many great yeah. ones. Cause like, and of course we want to pick someone who's kind of niche. Yeah. You know, yeah. Somebody that would be interesting to do it with, but yeah. it's, it's, I don't know. I'm always fascinated by
2: celebrities. Yeah.
0: I'd say, um, wow, I can't think of her name. Uh, but she just left SNL Kate Kate McKinnon yeah yeah oh my God, I'd say Kate McKinnon that's a great choice or Cecily Strong she's good too yeah Uh, yeah
1: those are both great choices I mean
0: they're way above me
1: (laughs) or Amy
0: I'll shoot Amy Poehler yeah Yeah. (laughs) throw her out there too let's get her on stage
1: oh I'd love to do that with. uh, I'd love to do improv with I mean with any like celebrity just to see yeah what I I personally like I would like to think that I wouldn't get starstruck yeah but I know that I would yeah Um, yeah yeah, I would have to go with uh, Steve Carell.
0: Oh, yeah. And,
1: well, I mean, it's like yeah. I, I've seen some of his like. There's a documentary about like a show that he did, and oh. I got to see some of his earlier improv stuff.
0: Yeah, when he was at Second City, and yeah.
1: yeah, and there's one of him being Fabio that is just so oh, funny. Um, yeah, and then also Will Arnett.
0: Oh, oh, that's yeah. That's good. Just for his voice, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, to, just to do scenes with his voice, yeah, yeah. Oh man, those are good choices. Yeah, Steve Carell, Will Arnett. Oh, there's so many. Yeah, because now I'm thinking about like older, like SNL cast and like, you know, improv from like seventies, eighties. I'll just say like Robin Williams, uh, yeah. actually, no, I wouldn't want to do a scene with Robin Williams because he's so good that I wouldn't want to detract from the scene. Yeah. I would want to be in the audience. For that. I'd want to get out of the way. Yeah. I'd be like Robin, I don't want to make this bad or like, you know, like Jim Carrey, same thing. I'll be like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs>
1: yeah i know exactly <laughs> yeah
0: those guys are powerhouses i don't want to like eddie murphy nah, uh, uh, you do it yeah
1: right it's funny i feel like there's some improvisers here that like i pick up like a vibe from like for example i would say that liam has kind of like a robin williams sort of vibe like yeah sense yeah, of humor yeah. To he's
0: got that it's quick man he's so quick It's quick
1: and like you know that's there's so many great people that i aspire to be as good as that are that are here yeah. Like at IFTP, yeah, absolutely. Like we don't need celebrities. We've got the community here. We've got IFT celebrities. <laughs> yeah, IFTP inside. celebrities. Those are our peeps, IFT yeah. people.
0: Ooh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, a couple more questions for you, Gavin, and then, uh, and then we're going to get to our games. Uh, so our second to last question tonight, uh, what do you think so far, and I think you've touched on this a little bit, but has been the imp- impact of improv in your life? Both that could be in work, just in taking these classes, in your personal life, mm-hmm. you know,
1: yeah, uh, great question. Um improv really it's interesting. When I'm when I'm doing a scene there's times where I feel like oh I'm so in my head right now, I'm really mm. trying to think of things. But generally in life, improv helps me get out of my head. Yeah. Um I've gone to therapy for like a couple of years now because hey, I true. Yeah. Ooh, shout out therapy. Yeah, right on. You know, it's lots, almost as uh, good as improv. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's good, but it's just in a very, very different way. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But no, and I, I do try to like to to bring it up off. And I think that the conversation needs to be more commonplace uh, and mm. not to like encourage people to go. I think everybody who sh- should go once uh, at one point in life. Anyways, yeah. um, I would go to therapy because my whole life I've been a worrier mm. worried about um, school, worried about work, worried about uh, romantic life, whatever it may be. I tend to overthink things mm. and it's kind of like I was talking about, maybe that's why my whole life I've sought sort of like performance based um, like careers, whether it be through teaching or sales. Yeah. Um, but when you're up there, like on stage in improv and you don't have the time to think, then you get into a, a flow state more mm-hmm. easily. And, you know, I think everybody's experienced a flow state. Uh, I hope at least once in their lives, whether it be yeah. through like a, a lot of times, oftentimes it's in sports where you just, you're not even thinking you're just nailing it all the time. And, the more you practice, the better you get at it. It's interesting. I was talking with, uh, with Sid about, you know, improv kind of reminds me a, a lot of golf. Hmm. I dislike golf. I'm terrible at it. As do I. Yeah. I've
0: only been to a driving range once and I didn't know what I was doing. Right. Yeah. It was bad.
1: And it's, you know, it's fun
0: hitting the ball, but I'm bad at it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Same here. I'm awful. And you have to put in a lot of hours to get really good at it. Yes, you do. My roommate's really into golf. He loves it. I'll go golfing to hang out with him and spend time with people. A good round of golf for me is one where I don't lose every ball that I bring. Mm. Um, But nonetheless, when you're golfing and you're holding the club, there's a million things you can think of. Yes. It's like you got to hold the club a certain way. You got to keep your shoulders back. You got to, you know, eye on the ball and then hit it like just underneath all these different things. If you're thinking of all those things, you're going to forget some of them. You're not going to do some of them right. And it's going to take you forever. Mm -hmm. Same exact thing with an improv scene. In improv scene there's a lot of different I got to be thinking relationship driven I have to be thinking okay what's like the premise or uh the base reality the who the mm. what and the where uh, I have to be looking for the game. there's all these things that you can think of but if you're stuck in your head thinking about them it's going to take too long mm. you're going to overthink it yeah so to just live there and be in the moment so that's one thing that's like you know improv has really impacted my life and like I said, I try to fill my life with more of these things that bring me into the moment. So improv has been the most powerful one, you mm. know, right up there with therapy and meditation. Yeah. I've been things that kind of, you know, starting to shape who I am mm. as an adult. Um, and then I just, I don't know, I'm a big fan of like, uh, of symbolism. Mm. You know, I think that improv is such a, a like a microcosm, a symbol of life. Uh, in and of itself, it's very much, um, and especially here at IFTP. Now, granted, I haven't taken classes anywhere else. Um, to be honest, I don't really want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I if you're
0: happy, I don't think you need to.
1: Right? Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I may in the future, but if I do, it'll be in addition to what we have here. Yeah, at absolutely. FTP. And the main reason for that, and I've thought about this a lot, is that improv for the people and improv classes here is a perfect example of an infinite game. Mm. There is no winner, there is no loser. The whole goal of the game is to get as many people to play by the rules as possible and to bring more people into it. And I think life needs to be a little bit more like that. It's so easy to get caught up in the culture here Mm. of, you know, we have to be succeeding and achieving and moving forward. And like, of course, growth is great. And you can grow as as an improv performer as well. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm. But the best thing about doing it here is it's literally like impossible to step on other people while you're trying to climb. Yeah. In fact, it's a lot easier to climb when you're pulling somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Teamwork a lot faster. Yeah. Um, and where else do you get that in adult life?
0: Not a lot of places. Exactly. You know, I mean, it's, they call it the
1: rat race, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's it, granted, there's people who maybe find it through like sports or something. Yeah. Like that's the only yeah. thing I can think of. It's yeah. funny. I went uh, a couple months back I went paintballing. Oh, wow. And, yeah. That's
0: a throwback. I feel right? like Right. I had yeah. been in a
1: very long time and there were like teams out there oh. of adults. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I was like, no,
0: way. and they're probably pretty serious. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I was like, okay, like, so there are, there's some places where you can find your team, your niche. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm just so, so grateful that I found mine here. Mm. And, um, yeah, it's funny. Like, as I settle into Los Angeles and I wonder, like, I wonder what part of Los Angeles I'll move to or I'll live in. Will I mm. move into the valley where I work? Will I stay here on the west side? Do yeah. I want to move close to Hollywood so I don't have to drive so far for improv shows? Yeah. yeah. You know, and wherever it is, it's just like I'm staying as close as I can to IFTP so I can yeah. keep on doing classes here.
2: Mm.
0: We've looped you in, Gavin.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm hooked.
0: A- Ladies and gentlemen, we got him.
1: <laughs> right? I feel like an like yeah. initiate.
0: Yeah. I think what, what really stood out for me for what you said is just the idea of, yeah, like it's easier to climb a mountain when you're pulling other people up, you know, rather than, you know, stepping over them, crushing yeah. their hands, <laughs> gripping on rocks. And, you know, I think that's, that's such an important thing. And that's something we have here that I think as adults, especially in a city, you know, like you can live in a city and feel like the loneliest person in the world. Yeah. which sounds so stupid because it's so crowded here, but it's like that sometimes. It really is. Yeah. And I know I can think of, yeah, in my life over the years, I felt that a lot, uh, you know, especially in my like early, like post college grad life here in LA. So mm-hmm. it's, that's a very real thing. So I think it's important, you know, and you know, that doesn't mean everyone has to do improv. I mean, of course I encourage it, but like find that thing for you, right? Like exactly. what is that team you can be a part of? Yeah. Not in work, you know, cause then it, that's work, you know, separate from that, exactly. you know, whether it's paintball or improv or golf. And those are the only
1: options. So <laughs> yeah, pick one and get good. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think
0: that's very important.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's everybody's got their country club. Yeah. Mine's yeah. IFTP. Mm. Mm, mm. <laughs> and ours is a lot cheaper it Certainly. <laughs> and
0: <is>. not racist. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, i
0: Country clubs are a weird thing. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't have experience with them at all. Just, you know, in movies and TV shows. So I'm like, I don't, it's just, yeah, really interesting to me. Interesting places.
1: Anywhere with a dress code, not for me.
0: Yeah, I'm like, mm, unless it like it's a fun dress code. Like, you have to wear a Hawaiian shirt. and like, Yeah! Like, okay, I'm in.
1: I can get behind that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Silly dress code. If they're like, it's Halloween, you're not wearing a costume. Yeah. get out. It up. Yeah. Yeah. That I can get behind. But like. Uh, yeah, I was playing golf at a country club once, and the guy's like, Uh, do you, sir, you have to tuck your shirt in? And I was just like, Dude. Uh, And you th- can't wear your hat backwards. I'm like, What are we in grade school?
0: Well, uh, Did excuse me, me Ash Ketchum? Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I'm playing Pokemon Go out here. Let me yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's getting serious. That means I'm about to hit a hole in one. <laughs> that guy has no respect. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. That's that's stupid. Like, sir, uh, your backwards hat is a uh, disrespectful. Like, <laughs> uh, come on, get out of here.
1: Right. Yeah. It's, um, it's, yeah, it's just not for me, but I, it's for some people. Yeah. And uh, I hope everybody out there, like if they're, if they feel like they're struggling in life first, like I highly recommend therapy. It's done wonders for me. Yeah. Secondly, get out there and try mm. to find your thing. Yeah. There's find a thing. lot going on in life. There's a lot, there's, trying to figure out your job you're trying to find your husband or wife or partner yeah you're trying to make things happen for yourself but take some time for yourself and figure out what makes you come alive
0: yeah yeah percent, 100 100 gavin you're just like shooting out like magnificent quotes right now so <laughs> keep going keep going uh, well, all right so my last question for you gavin because you just spilled and gave us some good nuggets of wisdom right there um What's next for you? What's next in your comedy journey, your improv journey? Do you have any goals in particular? Are you just going to kind of see where it takes you?
1: So I'm very, I've always very much been a go with the flow, Mm. see where it takes me sort of person, present in the moment, in the moment, the everlasting present moment will take you where it's meant to go. That being said, I do have some aspirations. Mm. And the one that I'm most attached to, like I've had the thoughts of like, or if you've ever watched a commercial and you're like, I could be Jake from State Farm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I could yeah. be that guy yeah. or the mayhem guy from all, I don't know. Just oh, that guy's yeah, he's making right a now. killing. Yeah. They all are.
0: Flow from Progressive? Yeah. Improv. That's where she started. No I've seen her perform. She's so good. I bet. She performs with the groundlings like pretty frequently. She's really good. I
1: bet she is. Yeah. And so I've always watched like commercials and been like, oh, maybe I could do that someday. Um, You know, but that's, that's a very far off like aloof in the clouds. If it, comes into my realm into my sphere I hope I'm ready for it sort of thing but something that's a little more tangible yeah that I would that I'm working towards right now mm. I want to get to a place where um, I'm ready to teach IFTP classes ah, I yeah. want to be part of the faculty here um, the, I mean you and all of the faculty are just such incredible people mm. that uh, I'd, I'd love to be part of that group and not only that like teaching is a Big part of who I am. I yeah, I've done it. Yeah, and, I
0: understand that. Yeah,
1: right. And so to to give this art form back to the community because it's given so much to me. Yeah, and to extend the infinite game and get more people to play and teach them the rules, um, that just sounds like you know, the melding of two of like my favorite parts of the world. And even if I were to teach here, I'd still take classes because mm. that's the one thing I was talking with Benjamin about. And yeah. I was just like, what's yeah. the hardest part about being a teacher? He's like, you don't get to do scenes as much as you'd think.
0: Yeah. I something I miss. Yeah. Like I haven't.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, whether uh, to, to become part of the faculty here, it it's, that's, uh, that's on my list. Um, and I think there's a lot of growth to happen before that. Yeah. You know, I've, Started reading some uh, improv books to just understand the craft better. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's some good stuff out there.
1: There's a lot of good stuff out there, Mm. but it's interesting. It's when, I think it was just the timing of when I was reading them. I started reading them maybe three, four months into improv. Okay. And I started reading them and I was trying to think of things the book were, like was teaching me in scenes and Mm. I was kind of getting in my head a little bit. Yeah, That can be hard. You know, and it's also because I wasn't a very big reader at the mm. time. That was one of my goals for uh, 2022 was okay. to read a lot more. So yeah. it's interesting how like reading is a skill to some mm, degree. It like,
0: is. It really is.
1: Yeah. The more you read it, like the better you get at it and the yeah. more you'll be able to, uh, to pull and then.
0: Audiobooks. I'm telling you, audiobooks. Fantastic. The, the UCB manual is you can get it as an audiobook. Oh, great. I'm, as a kid, I was a bad reader, but as an adult, like I can kill some audiobooks. Nice. And like, I'm like, oh, okay. So this is what I was missing. And like all growing up yeah. and like, now I'm like, mm, mm, mm. I destroy them.
1: And they're great for developing voices.
0: Yeah. Cause you hear so many
1: others.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: okay Yeah. That's a audiobooks That's the way to go. I'm, I'm trying to read a book on paper right now and I haven't done that for a while. Okay. But I was like, okay. Like I'll do it. Like it was a Christmas gift and I'm thankful. Like it's a book I'm excited about, but I'm like, ah, <laughs> So I just, like, blasting through audiobooks.
1: Yeah, that's kind of yeah. just one of those sort of, like, those gifts where you're like, oh, great. Like, thanks, yeah. I'm really excited about this. But also, it's like homework. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like... It,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a... The book, it's a Jerry Seinfeld's book. It's called Is This Anything? I've read it. Oh, okay. His, like, 40 years of comedy notes. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I've read, I read, like, 50 pages. But, you know, it's so quick because it's just, like, little bits here and there. But it is really cool. So I just it's the first physical book I've read in a while. So I'm there like, okay. <sighs>
1: I think my favorite part about that book is, you know, you can kind of hear it in his voice.
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Side okay. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't do it. I felt like, but yeah. yeah, but yeah, you hear it in his voice, that kind of whiny high pitch, like as he does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I also, uh, I read Matthew McConaughey's book. Same sort of thing. You can really really hear it in his voice.
2: All right, all right, all
1: right. It's just kind of laying in there real nice, like a piece of butter on some flapjacks, just sizzling on it. I got
0: it. I got (laughs) it. I got to look into that just to, like, pick up his voice from the text. Oh, man. I do love me some McConaughey. All right. (laughs) Amazing. Well, I think those are some really awesome goals, Gavin. And I, I can definitely relate to, like, You know, being a part of this IFTP thing and wanting to like, you know, give back and like give more because we got a special thing going here. Yeah. Yeah. So I very much, I see you. I see you, Gavin. Yeah. I Uh, feel seen. Yeah. All right. All right. You ready to play some games? Let's do it. Ooh, here we go. So we have three games we're going to be playing here tonight, Gavin. And uh, for our first game, ooh, this is one I'm excited about. Uh, This game is called Halftime Speech. Who And uh Gavin, you are the coach of a sports team. I'll tell you the sport in just a minute. And uh your team, it's halftime and we're down. We're down. And you, our head coach, needs to give us such an inspirational speech uh to help us get out there and win the game. Because we're we're losing right now. This is the the championship of our sport, which again I'll tell you in a moment. But this is the championship of our sport and we're losing. We're losing this game.
2: Unacceptable.
1: So
0: you got to help us turn around here, here at halftime.
1: Sounds like a plan.
0: All right. So you are the head coach of a wiffle ball team. And we're down at halftime. I guess wiffle ball is halftime. Uh, you Oh, it certainly
1: speech. does. You know, because oh. us boys, I see you out there.
0: You do, coach?
1: I see you. I see that that performance that is just... Well, I'll be quite honest. I've seen better performance in a kiddie league. And we're grown men. Do you, do you feel like a boy out there, son? Yes, coach. Okay, well, let's, we need to certainly do something about this because I've seen you perform better in practice. I've seen you perform better just swinging golf clubs in a completely different sport <laughs> up there. It's like It's like you're trying to bowl or something. But you know what? I believe in you you do this country is made off of cinderella stories the comeback kids that whole stadium out there that's looking at you it's more of just a couple of bleachers but if you think about it as a stadium it's dozens certain, of fans Gosh. dozens you know dozens my wife is out there Shit. i want to make her proud yeah yeah Exactly. Coach's so, wife. Yeah. Right? She's hot. for Sharon. Yeah. She sure is, but you keep your eyes to yourself there, son. Yeah, eye on the ball. Yeah. Exactly. Eye on the ball and not on her. So what I need from you is I need you to believe. Believe. If you believe in yourself, then you can achieve anything that you put your mind to. So I want you to close your eyes. Envision the wiffle. See that little wiffle ball with its with its little holes all in it. Mm -hmm. Feel that extra light, yellow, skinny bat.
2: Smell the fresh, crisp air. Feel the dirt underneath your feet. Get out there and don't fuck this up any worse than you already have. Now go get him, team. For coaches, Wife. Blackout. Oh, what a speech.
0: I love your coach persona. You, you <laughs> snapped right into that. I just thought, you know, I thought about your Halloween costume. And then I was like, I feel like Gavin would be a good coach. <laughs> like, that's just what I thought of. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to make him give a speech as a coach. It's
1: funny because at first I was like, oh, I hope it's a sport that I kind of know something about. And then I realized I don't know anything about it any sports so (laughs) i mean you could have picked anything i'm glad that it landed on wiffle ball
0: oh yeah i just um often uh matt made fun of me for this but for most of the games i just like for suggestions i just google like whatever i'm looking for random generator so i did sports random generator and i was like all right great wiffle ball like which i like because it's you know a little weird so it's wiffle ball
1: um and yeah i know i really look up to ted lasso Mm, i I mean yeah it's such refreshing television to see somebody who's so positive mm-hmm. and uplifting. Yes. But then again, one of the, my favorite parts of most coaches and TV shows is that they get angry. Yep. There's something about an angry coach. Yeah. I remember like making my swim coach in high school angry mm. Mm. and I didn't care that much about swim team. So yeah, I just yeah. really enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. So I was yeah, like, like the coach is mad. mad. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's like, God stands or quit swimming under the lane lines. And I'm like, <laughs> that's exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> You're
0: like, all right, coach, <laughs> got it. And, uh, yeah.
1: yeah. So I try my best to bring them together.
0: love it. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, my favorite Ted Lasso line. Cause it's a, it's a good line is, you know, when he's like, be curious, not judgmental. And I'm like, what is that, like a Walt Whitman quote or something like that? And, you know, one of those famous poets or whatever. But I, that's one I often think about. And I'm like, dang it, I need to remember that more. Yeah, yeah That's a good life skill.
1: I, yeah, I love that too. Uh, one of my favorite Ted Lasso lines is when he's like, um, he goes, oh, if he thinks he hates us now, just wait till he falls in love with us. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, if you ever think someone hates you now, just uh, wait till they man. fall in love with you. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, man, yeah. Season three, so that's gotta be awesome. coming out. All right, you're good, you're good, you're good. Pick it up right now. No, just kidding. <laughs> Put him on the show. All right. Hey,
1: welcome caller. Yeah, you're yeah. in on the IFTP. Our
0: first ever live caller. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> we got exciting. a button for him and everything. Yeah.
0: Um, so, Gavin, I want you to open up your phone, pick someone random from your contacts, and we're going to talk to them right now. <laughs> and you need to sell them something. That's our next game. No, just okay. kidding, just kidding, just kidding. That would be extreme. Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. But our next game, uh, this one is called Age Switch. So in this game, Gavin... Uh, we're going to begin a scene and you're going to start at a particular age. And then at some point I'm going to snap. And when I snap, that means you're going to change ages and I'll, I'll give you the three ages beforehand. So, you know, okay. Um, yeah. So you're basically, you're playing the scene, but you're going to be a variety of ages throughout the scene. You'll be three different ages, starting age, different age, and then a different one. Okay. And I can remind you of what they are. If you forget,
1: I probably will.
0: Okay. Uh, so when you hear me snap, That means when you switch ages, I'm going to give us a suggestion of a relationship just to help us get started. Cool. And then uh, I'll just, uh, I'll black us out when- uh,
1: I get the ages first though, right? Yes. Okay. All right. So uh,
0: you're going to start, you're 25. Cool. Uh, Your second age, 13. Mm. And your last age, 94. Got it. 94. All right. So the ages again, you start at 25. First time I snap 13. Second time I snap, 94. Okay. All right. And our relationship is a a bartender and a regular customer. Terrific. All right. Here we go. Oh. Oh. Cornelius, uh, give me that whiskey sour, will you? Oh, it's been a day. It's been a day, brother. Let me tell you.
1: Has it? Rough day uh,
0: down at the mill? Oh, you cannot believe it. I had another... Uh, new guy pinky finger whoop, right off wow he he was an idiot absolute idiot
1: carl that's uh that sounds like a rough day for him but also uh, a rough day for you my friend you know what i'm gonna make you another one on the house here just because thank you i appreciate you uh yeah you always come by here and you know You're always welcome to share your problems with me, man.
0: Thank you, Cornelius.
1: Thank you. I mean, you do make the best whiskey
0: sour in town. Right? You know, and I... uh, It's just a pre-made mix, but I appreciate it. Well, it's the way you pour it. It's the way you pour it, son.
1: Oh, thanks. Yeah,
0: and well, you know, I do feel bad for the kid, but he's got nine other fingers, and frankly... I'm going to spend more time dealing with the insurance paperwork than he will (laughs) in the hospital.
1: Your hand's going to be cramping up more than, uh, your your hand's going to be in more pain than his with all the cramping and and whatnot.
0: You know, I've got early onset arthritis, so that's it's painful really to fill out all those papers.
1: Oh my goodness, we got to, well.
0: Yeah, it's painful.
1: (sighs) Arthritis sure makes it sound like it's, I don't know, kind of hard to play video games and stuff, I bet.
0: Uh yeah, I mean, sure, Cornelius, you know, my son, he's big into that Fortnite game, and... No way. I try and Fortnite? play with How him How many first places does he have? Um, uh, I'm not sure. He he yells at the screen a lot, and I I often have to ask him to quiet down. It's actually kind of annoying. All right. Uh, my girlfriend...
1: Pass me those peanuts, will you? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess, but my girlfriend always yells at me when I'm, when I'm... Uh, when I'm playing Fortnite. oh i I, I didn't i didn't know you were seeing anyone cordially's congratulations yeah she's i've only we've only hung out online you know it's oh
0: do internet dating yeah
2: yeah she gets on the zoom call with me and
0: yeah that's gotta be tough
1: yeah but she's like so pretty though she's got like yeah that's good she's like got really big blue eyes But Eyes are good. Eyes are good. Yeah, eyes are like the most... They're like the boobs of the face.
0: (laughs) Wow, that's... You know, I've never heard that, but... Sure. Yeah. Why not? Why not, Cornelius? Yeah.
2: And, you know, just Mm -hmm. like with regular boobs, the eyes get saggy. You know, especially underneath them.
0: (laughs) I suppose...
2: Sometimes life is just like that. It's saggy.
0: It is saggy today.
2: Slow. I'm
0: feeling pretty saggy today, Cornelius. I mean, maybe it's the
2: Well, certainly, I bet you are, Carl.
0: Two whiskey sours I've drunk. Could you, could you give me one more of those, please?
2: I'll do my best. Yeah. Uh,
0: no rush, obviously.
2: Um, And it's going to have to wait a bit You
0: slow down a little bit.
2: Um, So, this business at the the mill. Oh, damn it.
0: Oh, oh, uh, you spill. That's all right, that's all right. Um,
2: It's the Parkinson's.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. You've had it rough. So,
2: if if you wouldn't mind just lapping it off the floor, I don't think I'll be able to pour for you
0: absolutely
2: blackout
0: <laughs> well done well done you uh, you embrace those other ages well <laughs> yeah you're just a normal bartender at first but i love yeah i mean we had a yeah that was great that was great really well done
1: cap well it's funny 13 is an odd age to do because it's kind yeah. of like i didn't want to just play like timid yeah you know? yeah no 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 and like 13's right where it's just like oh there's a lot of childishness to a 13 year old oh yeah. yeah forget i mean Used to teach them. Uh huh. uh, Uh -huh. They say the darndest things. Boy, do they.
0: Yeah. Boy, do they. That is, uh, oh, that's so true, Gavin. Yeah. All right. So, for this last game we're going to play, and I teased this to you earlier, but the audience doesn't know yet, this game is going to be called Gavin's Followers. Uh, (laughs) and, uh, in my, uh, uh, attempts to research Gavin on the internet. Uh, I did find a Twitter account of his that has no tweets, no likes, like nothing. But he does follow 10 accounts. Uh, and so what I've decided that we're going to do is that uh, I have a screenshot of uh, some of your followers on here, and we're each going to pick a name from this list of followers, okay. and that's going to influence our character okay. uh, for this scene. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and pick... I'm going to be Micah Weiner. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that's me. Uh, my name will be Micah Wiener. And can you go ahead and uh, pick a name from that list for me? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> this is called Gavin's Followers. <laughs> um, there's there's a couple cut off, but like one of them was, yeah. I think, your swim team. Uh, and then like some other like school kind of thing.
1: Yeah. You know, so, um, I'm going... <laughs>
0: so I'm Micah Wiener.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good which, one. If that's a real he's name, a, he's a, hey, I feel bad. pronounced Weiner, oh, So okay. he says... But it's spelled Wiener. Yeah, I was he's like, a, nah, dude, that's he's a Wiener. Podcast host of all people. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, well, then if you're a podcast host, you could be a Wiener. Yeah, Yeah. exactly.
1: Welcome to the Wiener Show,
0: <laughs> uh, the show where we whip it out each week. Uh, like, <laughs> that's something. Yeah, yeah. And,
1: and, you know, I'm going to take any opportunity I can get to be Will Ferrell. All right. Yeah, I saw that <laughs> on there and
0: I was like, oh, yeah, man. That mind. looked like early Twitter to me. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's like someone, you know, being stupid. Because, I mean, the handle is legit Will Farrell.
1: <laughs> I don't think there's a blue check mark either.
0: Uh, no, there's not. And it, it says, I am the one and only Will Farrell. <laughs> so <laughs> we know it's him, folks. And maybe it is. All right. So we got Micah Wiener and Will Farrell. And uh, we find Micah Wiener and uh, Will Farrell. We're at the monastery today. That's where we are. All right. Okay. And then I, whenever we're ready. <clears throat> Will, uh, I really like that new fresh monk haircut. You got. It. it looks really good.
1: Oh, thank you. Um, yeah. You know, it's actually a really kind gesture for you to say that, Micah. Um, it's, I just figured, you know, going to the monastery, I there's a good chance I joined the priesthood. Yeah. yeah. And uh, if, I, if I want to get in, I better, you know, look the part, act yeah. the part. Yeah. Dress for the job you want, not the job you have.
0: Of course, yeah, I know. Obviously, I, kn- I know we're both in the uh, the monk uh, mentorship internship program. We're both, uh, you know, ho- hoping to be monks. So yeah. I think you're right. Dress the part. Dress for success.
1: Yeah, and you'd think that they yeah. accept everybody this year, but you know, a lot of people want to be monks. It's competitive.
0: So yes, there's a huge class this year. It's a, was, a lot of five star recruits as well.
1: <laughs> Certainly. Yeah,
0: yeah I, I'm a bit intimidated by the competition.
1: Oh, definitely the yeah. the, the, the piety is high. There's the piety. A lot of pious people
0: Oh my gosh Yeah So many pious folks I've 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 met a man who Who he just prays All day All day
2: All he does is pray?
0: He he took pray without ceasing You know From the Bible Very literally
1: Good gosh I mean just Save some for the rest of us I I
0: know I was like Hey God's got other folks to listen to All right, He certainly does He certainly does we don't
1: know how many ears That God has
0: Uh, We don't You know No one's asked him
1: I, I, you know, I wondered is with God listening to all of us? Who's up there listening to God? Mm. Who, you know? who's God's God? Maybe if we should. Will. Maybe I should bring that up. Yes. In, uh, in yes. My with, interview
0: with uh, Archbishop uh, Frankincense. For Frankincense.
1: Yes. Yeah. Archbishop uh, Frankincense. That's um, good. Yeah. You know he's he's a very holy man. He is a very holy man, and um, you know yeah. he's he's certainly well. filled the sho- filled the shoes of uh, of priest um, Mir Mir yeah. mer, yeah. priest myrrh right yeah priest myrrh priest Mur. Yeah. Um yeah that's just it's it's an it's an important place here yeah this monastery it, it brings is. a lot of peace and joy um, uh, to the world yet much persecution as mm, well absolutely right? and I like that yeah and I think it's. It's a good paradox. Yeah,
0: and, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, Will. A, a, a big reason I wanted to join the priesthood, the, the monkery, if you will, um, is uh, you know because of my name. Uh, you know, growing up with the last name Wiener, it's brutal, and
2: I could imagine. Oh, sorry, was that a laugh?
1: Uh, clearing my throat. Ah, of course, yes. Micah. I also I brother brother Wiener,
2: as, uh, as it were. <laughs>
0: Yes, Uh, yes, Brother Farrell. Yes. Uh, You know, um, I was told that once I joined the monkery, uh, I could take on a a Christian name and uh, I could lose the surname of Wiener, Uh, you know, and I thought, you know, growing up, I always thought to myself as a boy, I said, what a a sinful last name I have, what a phallic last name I have. Mm -hmm. And, you know, phalluses are often violent and evil and induce sin. They so, certainly might. They, so it, they very well can. In a way, I'm kind of circumcising myself from my a name.
1: Oh, look at that. <laughs> yes. A name-incising. Yes.
0: So I, uh, I hope to no longer be Brother Wiener, hmm. but um, I just... Brother Micah.
1: Brother, Brother Micah. Micah. Yes. It does tend to roll off the tongue quite a bit better, but if it's okay with you, I'm still yes. going to call you Brother Wiener because that's hilarious. Well,
0: you are, you are my roommate here at uh, Monk University. <laughs> and, Right, so Monastery uh, U. Yes, MU, yes. yes. So I'm all right with that. But uh, I wanted to ask, and perhaps a deeply personal question. I've explained to you why I you know, applied to school here and I'm attempting to get into the program. Why are you here,
2: brother?
1: Well, we, brother uh, we are here in the monastery, so mm. as you know, we, yes. we, we shan't lie. We shan't lie. I'm here for the women. There's just something about nuns that just does it.
0: That's true. What, we,
1: what's under there, you know? There's just so much clothes.
0: There's nothing a man loves more than mystery,
1: right? Mm. And you know, it's—I know it might not be the most holy of ventures, but it's—I I just can't oh, it's resist.
2: holy. <laughs> oh, it certainly is. <laughs> 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 ah.
1: But yes. yes, I'm afraid to say that it is it is for the women. So I'm not mm. sure if uh, how long I will last here. Uh, of course. Or how long some of those uh so yes. those. Uh, you your your sister is uh, is a nun here, is she not? Uh she is. Yes, she is? yes. We Sister uh, Wiener.
0: Yes. Yes, that's we both had a similar uh, motivation for joining ah, and see. applying. Um that's why we're both here. Mm. Yes.
1: Brother and Sister Wiener, just Yes, that's Making the world a better place. If only Father and Mother Wiener were here to see. Yes,
0: it. yes. If only they were here, but they uh, they passed away oh. in a tragic accident. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear. Yes, that. Uh, it was uh, a really painful to talk about, but you know, it's, uh, it's just, uh, my parents were butchers. You see. Oh goodness! And just uh, an accident with a knife.
1: Well, that sounds like it could have gone in a yeah. lot of different ways, but I'm yeah. going to assume it, um, it, it was not pretty and quite traumatizing. Yeah. Do you, you have a family yeah. here now? And you can leave the wiener behind I, and just be yeah, Brother Micah.
0: Yes. I. Sorry, it's the memory of my parents. I'm trying to get it out of my head. The, the, the newspaper headlines after their deaths were quite awful.
2: Oh, were they?
1: Yes. Did it... Uh, was it was covered by all the major publications?
0: It was. It was. I. Oh goodness, you can't you know, the, avoid it. The isn't. media attention, you know, just headlines such as, uh, you know, death by wiener.
2: <laughs> yes. Death by wiener.
0: Death by wiener. That's it's quite brutal.
2: It yeah. sounds quite like it.
0: Cut wiener, too dead. <laughs> oh no! I, they just all start. Uh, they're all coming back to me now. <laughs> I just... Wiener accident leaves family in peril.
1: Leave the wiener in the past, Brother Mike. You're right. You're right, Brother Farrell. This is the new you.
0: I'm here to be with the Lord now.
1: And I'm here to be with your sister.
0: Blackout. Oh, man. Oh, I could have lived at that monastery for quite some time, Gavin. I don't know about you.
1: <laughs> it's, uh, it sounds nice. It sounds <laughs> I bet the beds are comfortable.
0: Yes. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, uh, well, thank you so much for playing those games with me, Gavin. It I had a nice. great time. I, uh, when you started that Will Ferrell voice, it was just, it, it sounded a little bit like Will Ferrell. So I was like, oh, <laughs> this is, this is rich. That's,
1: it's so funny. It's cause well I, like, I want to do Will Ferrell's voice, obviously. Oh but yeah. I feel like I was just doing anchorman.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of <laughs> what I thought of. So I was just like, oh, this is great. Um, uh, so before we wrap up tonight, Gavin, are there any final words you want to leave us with?
1: Oh my goodness. I knew this was coming. I'm such an avid fan of the pod. And now that it's here, that it sits in my lap. It's your
0: final words. So don't mess this up. All right.
1: Okay. I'll do my (laughs) best. Sir. No, um, my final words. um, It's interesting. I think I'm probably going to just reiterate some of the ones that I've already said. Of course. Yeah. Which is get out there and find your place, find your people and, and just make, make it happen for yourself. And you never know, what it might be mm. uh, as we, we talked uh, through this episode of uh, my path was kind of clearly leading to here, but I didn't know that this was yeah. what it would be like once I got here. So if you have like an interest, yeah. uh, anybody out there, if you have an interest in an in improv at all, you have nothing to lose mm. by giving it a try and so much to gain. Um, I mean, it's the first class of the month for a lot of people today yeah. And seeing all of those faces light up in the lobby, the anticipation, the excitement, excitement. the nerves to it a little bit, even. Um, I I have a feeling a lot of them are going to stay. I mean, I did. And so many of the people who I started with are still here, too. And we still spend so much time together. We have Mm. game night. Once a week.
0: Oh, that's amazing.
1: Yeah. And now I'm in the Wednesday class and we do dinner once a week. And then Uh, some of us from the Wednesday night class, we've been doing uh, comedy shows, plays, just going to an event. It's fantastic. At least once a month. Community. You know, it's just start filling your life with more things. Yeah. There's a good chance. I mean, if you're anything like me, that we've already spent damn near an eternity on our phones or sitting on a couch or, you know, and there's... There's always time in our life to do that is what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying, trying to say that that's bad. Yeah. But what I am trying to say is there's so much of a world to be explored and lived and experienced. Mm. And the experience you'll have here will be at the very least incredibly fun, perhaps life-changing like it has been for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well said, Gavin. I mean, you've given us so much good stuff. So thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for sharing a little bit of your comedy. Oh,
1: thank you for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure, Michael. Indeed. Thank you for continuing to put out all of these episodes. It's every time I get to listen to a new one, it fills me up with joy. Oh,
0: just wait till tomorrow. (laughs) You might not feel that way. Uh, No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But your episode, definitely, definitely. All right. Well, thank you so much for Gavin for coming on the show. Uh, if you enjoy improv for the podcast, we always encourage you, you know, if you want to reach out on one of our social media platforms, you know, you can find us everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, uh, not Facebook, uh, TikTok, <laughs> We're on all those places. And, uh, if you find yourself enjoying the show, feel free to leave us a review on Spotify or Apple podcasts. That's uh, I think where most people are listening these days, but we're on every platform anyway, we'll see you next week, but until then. Improv for the podcast was created by Matt Moore and Michael Lee Evans, edited and produced by Michael Lee Evans, and finally presented by Improv for the People. Interested in more IFTP? You can visit us at improvforthepeople.com or on our socials, such as Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. Remember, new episodes are released weekly. Thank you for listening.
2: We'll see you next time.